Hello, and welcome to R&R's Ask the Expert. I'm your host, Valerie King, R&R's Editor-in-Chief, and I am joined today by Laura Nelson, Vice President of Marketing at Signpost. Signpost is a computer software company that's based in New York City, and it helps local businesses attract, connect with, and grow their customer base. Now, Laura presented at the 2021 Experience Convention and Trade Show back in September, and I had the pleasure of attending her session. It was titled Marketing in 2021, Attracting, Selling to, and Delighting Homeowners from Start to Finish. I think it was super insightful, engaging, and the presentation really covered how property restoration companies can attract more leads, close more jobs, and drive more word of mouth. She talked about things like uh, the most critical points that take place when homeowners interact with property restoration businesses and how our industry can stand out on Google, how we can optimize online prospects and customers, convert more browsers to buyers, and drive more referrals through an elevated customer experience. So stuff a lot of people are interested in. That said, I'm thrilled to have Laura here to talk about this and more today. Thanks so much for joining me, Laura. Well, thanks for having me, Valerie. Absolutely. Okay, let's dive in. But first, before we get into the specifics, can you elaborate on Signpost and the company's relevance to the restoration industry? Sure. Um, so you gave a great intro on Signpost as a software company. We've been around for 11 years. Uh, we are headquarters in the New York uh, area, but we also have offices in Denver and employees across the United States. Um, that's the advantage that COVID has given us. We've really pulled talent from all across the country. Um, in addition to the software, which you mentioned helps to organize leads, helps to automate follow-up with leads and customers. Um, it also helps to generate online reviews in addition to a few other uh, things, um, we also just acquired another business. It's an answering service. And so now we have a human component that we combine with our technology product to ensure that um, restoration professionals can really provide that elevated experience that you mentioned. Um, it is a combination of technology, automation, and that human touch that really help to hit that point home. And at the end of the day, make it easier for restoration pros to find their next customer, to keep the ones they have and to bring um, their most loyal customers back. Thank you for that. All right, now to further lay the foundation for our conversation, which is reminder on mean meaningfully marketing to homeowners. Can you paint a picture for us of the world we're living in and define something you brought up Many people may have heard of this customer experience and expectations around that today. Yes, absolutely. Um, I know that is kind of a buzzword or phrase for many people these days and doesn't always have the best definition. So when I think about customer experience, it is really all of the little things that a business owner will do for me as the consumer to, um, to make my life easier, to make our working relationship easier, to make things from you know, reaching them on the phone, texting them, communicating with them, booking a job and earning my satisfaction easier. So I sort of start this presentation where I often talk about like that initial um, interaction 
that a consumer will have with the business. You know, often we start our searches on Google, right? You know, we're looking for a business in a certain category. You might type in restoration or remediation in Google and find what's near you or type your town or city in the search bar as well. And you'll start to make an evaluation on who to call based on the online reviews that you see, right? That's kind of the first step. We all do that with, uh, you know, when we're looking for a business that um, we don't know who to call uh, first and foremost, or, you know, maybe we get a recommendation from a friend, a neighbor, a family member, and we type that business name into Google and um, kind of start our search that way. Um, in either scenario, we're using those signals from Google online in the form of online reviews, in the form of the photos that they provide, in the form of a you know, professional website in order to make a, an evaluation of that business, right? Am I going to shortlist this business to call them to you know, get an estimate for my job? A lot of businesses stop there, right? If they get the lead in, um, you know, they're going to take over with their um, their sales team. Someone will come out, um, and and hopefully they close the job. But um, what consumers these days are really demanding is something new, and that's really been pushed forward by larger companies like your Amazons, Ubers. Instacart, you, know, you name it, like these big businesses have delivered a seamless experience locally for consumers and really changed the game, like really changed our expectations of what a business can do. And this is starting to trickle down to the local level as well. And it's really kind of shaped how we think we can interact with businesses. You know, I'll give you an example of something really simple is uh, had a garage door repair a few months ago. And I looked up a few businesses and kind of went through that process I described of looking at reviews, looking at proximity, looking at availability. But what it really came down to was convenience. And I wanted to interact with a business that just made it super easy for me to schedule um, that appointment. So I went with one that had great reviews and that had an online scheduler. Like, I don't have time to call three providers. Um, I don't even have time, time to play phone tag or wait for a contact form response from a local provider. So what I did was just simply scheduled on their calendar and I was all set. I could move on with my day. So that's something really simple that made the experience better for me um, and met my expectations of you know, what a local provider can do for me. Very helpful. So that really does explain your your point that you made. I like how you put it during the presentation that convenience is king and it's no longer just for big companies like Amazon. Absolutely. Like there are tools that any local business can adopt and make it easier for homeowners to do business with them. Now I use online scheduling as an example. Um, certainly being available by by chat or by phone, um, 24 hours a day is helpful too. You know, when you think about homeowners like doing this research off hours in the evenings after work, for example, and wanting to have a conversation about it or wanting to get a quick answer over chat, um, not everyone's staff is available then, right? So that's where like an answering service can be really handy. Um, you know, there are other examples too, like say you're closing a transaction 
lot easier if you text a link to pay and allow people to pay, you know, by credit card or by Venmo is just an example than to, to invoice them and wait for a check. The small things like that can really make a difference and can really, um, you know, help you win a customer. Very helpful. So another thing you noted was that consumers are clearly in the driver's seat in the internet age. There's no way around that. And so much of what you're saying, really all of it is tied to the internet, right? And, and really mm -hmm. investing in that presence and meeting consumers where they are there. Absolutely. Because they're doing a lot of research before they even talk to you, you know, on the phone or through some of these channels like email and text or chat, right? So, um, you know, we've become accustomed to that. And the example that I used in the presentation was about a company called Carvana that's really elevated the used car buying experience. You know, it used to be you had to go to a used car lot. You might have to interact with a salesperson. They put you through the gauntlet of paperwork and so forth. But now you can do this all online. And you used to be able to do that before, but They've really taken it up a notch and made it easy with the car delivery. You can get that on site, you know, at your home. You can go to a location of theirs. They even have a vending machine in certain markets where you can get a big token and watch your car <laughs> come down this vending machine. Um, obviously, that's more of a gimmick than um, the typical experience that people will have, but they make the terms really easy. You know, if you're unhappy with your car for any reason, you've got seven days to return it or to swap it for another one and an extended warranty beyond that um, should something happen. So they're, they're delivering an assurance and a confidence that consumers have about a purchase that they might not otherwise feel so confident about in the past. Very helpful. Okay, now to um, connect the dots even more from the broader ecosystem of elevated customer experience to implications for restoration contractors and what they should do to drive more business to themselves. Uh, I want to ask the question, um, well, let's start high level. You discussed restoration companies creating a process of being found online and converting browsers to buyers ultimately. Can you provide an overview of that process and what that process should include? Yeah, absolutely. So there is some foundational work to do here and that comes with identifying and claiming your listings online. You got to do that across all of the important properties. You know, absolutely Google. So if you don't have a Google My Business listing or you haven't claimed the one that uh, Google has for you already, that's step one because that's really your welcome mat um, for all prospective and existing customers online. You know, people, if you have great word of mouth and a lot of restoration pros tell me that they do, um, they're still going to be Googled. And you know, if people see some weak signals in the form of weak reviews, no pictures, uh, listing that looks like that it was taken uh, you know, of a, of a residential address, um, they might really question the legitimacy of that recommendation. So first step, <laughs> claim those listings and optimize them. You know, make sure that you're linking to your website, add before and after pictures. Like that's a great perk for this industry is like show off the awesome work you do. 
And these listings are free and able you to do that, not just on Google, Yelp. You can do that on Facebook as well. Um, you can add to your next door profile. Um, things like this like really make a difference in helping that prospective customer take the next step and get in touch with you, right? So optimize those listings, number one. Um, number two, drive your happy customers to those listings. Now, I mentioned a few minutes ago that reviews are a really strong signal of helping a consumer build trust in a business. And the majority of consumers trust what they read online in the form of reviews. So it's really important to have a strong and consistent online reputation, um, not just on Google, although I recommend you start there if you haven't done any work there, uh, but also across Facebook, Yelp, other sites that are of importance to you in your area. Um, if you're investing a lot in Home Advisor, but not investing in the follow-up and getting reviews there, um, you're missing out on a great opportunity to continue to realize your ROI on those leads. So um, that's a big task. Uh, it's really important to get systematized in following up with homeowners and asking them at the right time. Usually right when the job's done, they're happy. They're ready for you to get out of their homes. Ask them verbally that, uh, you know, for their review, for their feedback, right? And then the easiest way to make sure that gets done is to follow up with an email or a text. Um, that way they're already on their device. Um, they're in the mode of reading email or responding to things and you've made it super easy to get that feedback and you're directing them to the right place online, like your Google listing to ensure it gets done. Um, one last part of the process that I think is really important is to align your team on the importance of getting these reviews. Um, oftentimes, you know, homeowners are going to comment on the, you know, not just the work that your team does, but also the interactions that they have with people who have been in and out of your home. So it's a great opportunity to recognize them for their work. You know, if they get mentioned by name, surely you want to socialize that like within your company, right? And some companies even, you know, compensate uh, their team members when they get called out for a great review. So that's, that's a nice little like bonus program to think about. Um, but additionally, once you get everyone, you know, behind it, they're all going to kind of remember that practice, you know, as you close out a job and square up with the homeowner too. Very helpful. It's nice to think about how you end that with, well, you start it with making sure it becomes a recurring systematized mm -hmm. thing, but bringing the human aspect in and just internally making sure that people adopt it by treating them like people and celebrating the actions that lead to these great reviews. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. So you talked about also about the importance of restorers starting more conversations with homeowners by giving mm -hmm. them more choices. That whole idea of meeting them where they are, everybody kind of has unique preferences in places they go or ways they, they find um, contractors. So what does this idea of choice mean and why does it matter? Yeah, choice is simply how do you want the, um, how do you want to remove barriers for that potential customer to interact with you, right? Uh, like you mentioned, I had said that 
consumers are in the driver's seat, they are going to most consistently take the point of, uh, or the path of least resistance. And I illustrated that with like, booking an online appointment with the garage door repair company. Um, I didn't have time to call and have conversations about my garage door issue with multiple people, in, especially in the middle of a busy workday. So if you, if you think about yourself as the, you know, the homeowner that you want to attract, and, and we're all consumers, right? Like we're constantly buying products and services locally. Think about what would make the most sense for you. Um, lots of people you know, prefer the instant interaction by phone, but um, don't discount these other areas. Like some people are really into Facebook. Um, there are billions of messages uh, traded on Facebook Messenger from people to businesses all of the time. Um, so like some people prefer to have that conversation over Facebook, believe it or not. And if you don't have that feature activated on Facebook, then you're closing yourself off to potential leads that may come in that way. Um, another way is through chat. Like if you have chat activated on your website, uh, are you, you are giving yourself rather um, an opportunity for homeowners to ask really quick questions to you know, get in touch and start the process of hiring you for a job. Text is another easy one. When you think about it, um, do you send more texts or do you have more phone calls each day, right? Text is becoming a lot more common between homeowners and businesses. So by opening these channels of communications, you're just giving yourself the opportunity to have more conversations with homeowners to get more leads into the funnel and um, the opportunity to close more jobs in the end of the day. Thank you for that. I love how during the presentation, you also brought, brought forward the point that this is a way for restoration contractors to gain leads in their mm -hmm. sleep and communicate with them in their sleep, especially the ways that offer automation. Um, I'm assuming even like the answering service that Signpost just uh, uh, integrated with is, mm -hmm. is an, an in your sleep kind of a thing if, it's, if there's an automated aspect to that. Can you speak to the importance of that, of like automation yeah, and being able to communicate and respond even if humans aren't available? <laughs> yeah, we do that in a combined um, tech and human way. Like obviously our you know, receptionists can take care of the phone part and we even have some that are answering um, chats that come in after hours. Um, so there's that piece right? When you have a need for a live conversation. But also we have tools that will automatically respond when a lead comes in, say through HomeAdvisor. Like we know those leads are expensive and we know that a good portion of those leads are going to be closed by the person who responds first, right? So if you are a day late to your HomeAdvisor leads, like that homeowner's gone, you know, She's already talked to someone who is much faster to respond, right? So like by initiating a text conversation with that person, you're more likely to get her into the funnel. Like, hey, you know, what are you looking for? You know, hey, we got your inquiry, first of all, but you can start to get the ball rolling and, um, you know, set up a time to talk, um, acknowledge that 
you know, they, you know, the lead came in um, and moved them kind of down that sales funnel, right? So those are just a couple examples of like where that automation um, and where that human touch can be really powerful. Because at the end of the day, like, you know, business owners, your sales team, however you're structured, you can't have too many dependencies on either one person to answer the phone. And you certainly can't do that 24 hours a day. You want to have a life. You want your team to have lives that you can't do that until all hours of the night. And you certainly don't want to do that on weekends all of the time. So these are cost effective ways to have a backstop, you know, to make it easy for a fraction of the cost of hiring another person um, to you know, respond quickly to people and getting the conversations with them. Thanks for that. Okay, I want to make sure you you shared a number of useful um, platforms, so to speak, where where restoration companies can meet consumers and mm-hmm. homeowners who are searching for services online. Any that we missed that you uh, wanted to highlight? I think we got them all that you'd noted. Yeah, you know, I mentioned I mentioned you know, your website can be dynamic. You can certainly add web chat to that. Um, you know, take a look at signpost.com. Like we have an example there that has some automation with frequently asked questions. So there's not always a person behind that. We get the same questions all of the time and can program that to answer, you know, some of the things that commonly come up. Um, you can also activate chat on Facebook though, and Google listing as well. That's becoming a lot more popular to, you know, chat through that Google listing. Um, I mentioned online scheduling, I mentioned texting, I mentioned, you know, having that live person um, after hours, like all of these opportunities are a really great way to open the doors for more conversations, as I said. And, you know, additionally, we know that, um, you know, it's difficult to manage all of these conversations. You've got to log into a lot of different places. And that's why we're really, really excited that like our dashboard can bring a lot of these conversations into the same place. So instead of logging into 10 places, you're logging into signpost and interacting through a bunch of different modes from one simple platform. Thanks for that. All right, I'm curious, generally speaking in the work you do with contractors, maybe restorers mm-hmm. in particular, is there a most common question or set of questions you get, maybe even when you were at the experience, um, about standing out on Google and turning browsers into buyers, as you put it? Um, I really take people through that buyer's journey. And I, I kind of talked about that in terms of like how people are searching and what they're looking at. Um, certainly standing out starts with claiming and optimizing your listings and then driving people to that next step, right? So you, if you have a scheduler, you can even, um, you know, point people to that straight from your Google listing and other listings as well. So you make it easy for them just to hop to the next step without going to your website, reading a bunch of pages, calling you, et cetera. However, there will be people who take those steps, right? So once they get to your website, you have to make sure that you know, you're providing the information they need and building confidence um, to do the job for them, right? So like the website's really important. If you don't have a website for your business, you absolutely must get one, you know, especially if you're doing high ticket jobs. I think most people in these presentations have one, but 
I like to ask sometimes just to see where everyone's at. Um, really important to make sure it's mobile friendly. The majority of searches are done on mobile devices. So if it's not mobile friendly, you're gonna get penalized by the Google algorithm, right? So, uh, and, and you're gonna show up kind of lower in the search rankings. So I get asked often, like, you know, how do I show up in a Google search? And, you know, making your site mobile friendly is one way that, you know, ensures that you're still in the game. Um, other signals like reviews really factor into, into uh, buying, or sorry, building that, that consumer trust. Um, what they're looking for is recency and relevancy. Like if uh, Google will uh, kind of penalize your business if, if you haven't had a review in a year, for example, if you're getting a consistent stream of reviews, if you're getting reviewed for every job that you do, Google sees your business as more relevant for that local search, right? Clearly you must be doing something right. So um, you will improve in your rankings you know, if you are getting that constant stream of feedback. Very helpful. Maybe too similar a question to what I just asked, but uh, maybe not. Are there any common missteps that you see contractors make as they do try and they do invest in attracting more leads by embracing the internet? Um, I think that, you know, I see a lot of people spending a, a ton of money on programs like Yelp and Home Advisor to generate leads, but they're kind of falling down on process, right? Like they're not connecting the dots on that next step. In other words, like if they're not, they don't have an autoresponder and they don't have a human who can make a call very quickly after that lead comes in, um, then they're losing out on the race to another provider, right? So like errors that I see are often in that like next step in the follow-up in the sales process, what happens next? that helps them get that you know, consumer from browsing to you know, actually engaging with you and deciding to hire you, right? Thank you. All right, so you have highlighted the, the key phases and more to a full uh, holistic journey that contractors should be taking their home buyer, their home buyers, their homeowner uh, customers on in, in the processes and the platforms they should invest in in doing that. But if I'm listening to this as a contractor uh, and there's one thing you want me to take away from this, like what one thing should I do to strengthen my interactions with customers and prospects, if nothing else? I would say, you know, make sure that you have a great Google My Business listing. I know I've already said that a couple of times, but um, it's, it's amazing we you know, teach these seminars at events like The Experience and people come by the booth and they haven't claimed their listing or it's got the wrong information there or they have like a 2.8 star rating and right there that's you know that's game over for them like they're out of the conversation and they're just missing a ton of business opportunity in their area so really like setting up a google account claiming your google my business listing and getting that nailed down is like first and foremost, what you need to address, because like all of the other types of programs, HomeAdvisor, Yelp, et cetera, are built on top of that, basically. Thank you. So build that profile for your business within Google that includes everything from your name to your URL to 
the reviews, that's where people are largely going to begin. Or even if they mm-hmm. don't, like you said, everything else is tied to it. Yeah, absolutely. Because okay. you know, people are starting on Google and is that, that welcome mat on the, the right side of the page. And there are strong signals um, that, you know, you can project to build confidence with homeowners. Very good. Yeah. As a consumer, even outside of the contracting world, I know how frustrating it can be when you look up a business and you realize, yeah, the list, there is some listing that exists, but it's definitely not the official one and it's not the information you were hoping to find. So yeah. And that's frustrating, right? And people are impatient. They move on. And as I said before, path of least resistance, like if your competitor has 4.9 rating and, you know, hundreds of reviews, great pictures and makes it easy for them. Trust me, that is why they are hiring (laughs) your competitor. Thank you. Yes. Love path of least resistance. All right. Is there anything else on the topic of marketing in the internet era that you'd like to cover? And I did not ask you about. Yeah, I would just encourage everyone to think holistically about marketing, not just in terms of, of getting more leads, right? Um, think about what happens next. Think about that experience that you provide, how you're communicating with the homeowner, how you're building confidence, how you relay confidence throughout a job and how you tie up a job. You know, really important to follow up on their satisfaction. If you're nipping that in the bud, if you're asking proactively, then you're really mitigating the risk of getting a negative review. Like you can fix something by asking proactively before it becomes a bigger issue on Yelp or on Google, right? Because once that is published for the world to see and you know these reviews get seen hundreds of times, then you have a lot more mitigation to do. So get proactive, ask early, right? Make sure they're happy and then it becomes a lot easier to get them to write their feedback online. So that's kind of like thinking about marketing as the whole um, life cycle of your interactions. Um, and then secondly, I, you know, I, depending on the business that um, you guys are in, um, if you're in the, if you have the opportunity to do repeat business, you know, make sure you put programs in place to win that customer back, you know, when they have a need again. So, you know, if you're in carpet cleaning, are you sending newsletters, seasonal campaigns? Are you staying top of mind? Are you sharing information that helps them keep their home clean uh, during the times that you are not performing a job for them, right? You know, people amass a database of customers, but don't spend a lot of time nurturing them and winning them back. So that's where automation and tools make it super easy to just stay in touch with them, stay top of mind. And, you know, if they're happy, they will come back again, but you have to give them a little nudge sometimes. It doesn't always have to be a coupon, right? Build value, teach them something, right? Like people are hiring you, the person, the team to solve a problem. It's not just a faceless company. Very good. Well, thank you so much for your time and insight, Laura. This has been great. Before we go, where can listeners go to connect with you or to learn more about Signpost? Sure. Uh, My email address is lnelson, L-N-E-L-S-O-N at signpost.com, spelled just as it sounds. Um, Additionally, if you want to learn more about the company and and how we can potentially help you, visit signpost.com. 
um, part of our interaction or like our demo with uh, restoration pros is that we actually look at your Google page, your Yelp page, et cetera, and provide pointers. So it's definitely worth a few minutes of your time, if nothing else, just to get some advice and insight on how you are appearing online. Very good to know. All right. Thank you again, Laura. Sure. Thanks yes. for having me. Yes, of course. All right, listeners and viewers, for more insights on restoration, remediation, and the people behind it all, visit our website, randrmagonline.com, and also Apple or Spotify. We're also on YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook, so we invite you to follow us there too. This has been r and Ask the Expert. Thank you for listening. Thank you.